before I take you back to this episode, I want to let you know that you can book me for training and workshops around negotiation and conflict resolution. And that could be in a half a day, a full day. It can be online or face to face. So just email admin at lifemediation.com.au and let us know that you're interested. And then we work out what it is that you need and how we can move forward. In this episode, I am interviewing powerhouse Kate Marie O'Brien. Kate is the founder of She, Australasia's largest women's leadership and empowerment event. Kate is an amazing coach. She owns multiple businesses and I just love her. I work with her as well in my business and she's just amazing. And Kate is amazing at boundary setting and does it in a really beautiful way. And that is why I asked her to come on this episode and talk about, you know, what are boundaries? How do you set boundaries? And how do you deal with the fact if people are upset by you setting these boundaries? What I loved about Kate sharing is that she talks about how setting boundaries is actually a gift to your relationships. And that's what how not how most people relate to it. Listen to this episode. I promise you'll get a lot of value out of it. I am Lizana Eriks. I'm a conflict resolution specialist and I've been a mediator and facilitator for over 12 years. I've been a finalist for the Australian Mediator of the Year Award for the last two years and I train, coach and mentor people to become highly effective in conflict resolution and negotiation so they can create the relationships they want in their homes and their boardrooms. Over the years, I've become deeply passionate about conflict resolution and negotiation because I see how much suffering it is causing people and it just does not have to be this way. When people truly get how conflict impacts their life and put the work in to get effective at conflict resolution, they get to experience deep connections with other people, freedom, self-expression and love. Have a look at the highlights on my Instagram page, Lisanna Eriks underscore life mediation, to find out more about what I do and why I do it. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the conversations, insight and tools you need for you to switch on your inner conflict resolution and negotiation muscles and get you to a completely different level where you can resolve conflict powerfully and create the relationships you want in your life. Think about it. What would life be like if you would not be afraid of dealing with conflict and you would deal with it easily and quickly? It would change the game dramatically, wouldn't it? So let's get into talking about how to do this. Welcome to Conversations to Cut the Conflict. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited today in this podcast episode. I have Kate Marie O'Brien all the way from Bali, but originally from New Zealand. I'm so excited that Kate is here because Kate is amazing. Kate helps me with strategies for my business. She's an amazing businesswoman. She uh, is very committed to women's leadership and hosted the biggest women's leadership event. I think it was two years ago now Mm -hmm. on the Gold Coast. You know, Kate does all sorts of extraordinary things and we have often quite great conversations without microphones on. So I figured Mm -hmm. it would be really great to have one with the microphone on. And one of the things I think is amazing about Kate is that she's amazing at boundary setting, being very clear to people. And I think that's missing for a lot of people. And that's what causes a lot of conflict. So that is the reason I invited Kate today. And I'm super excited to have you here. Welcome, Kate. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited about this conversation. Boundaries 
is at the heart of so much. So this is going to be a good conversation. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I just want to know from you, what, what does boundaries mean to you? Because I think one of the things I see a lot with people that I work with and in my personal life as well is that I think people have a bit of a skewed idea about boundaries. Often mm-hmm. I find that people feel that boundary setting is almost a bad thing or that you have mm-hmm. to be angry before you do it or that it means that you're selfish or I'm not sure. But so how, what does boundary setting mean to you, Kate? In the most simplest way for me, boundaries is just saying, hey, this is what I'm okay with and this is what I'm not okay with. And it's one of the most generous things that we can actually do inside of our relationships is to communicate openly and clearly like, hey, this is, you know, this is cool with me and this is not cool with me because people aren't mind readers and they don't know what we're not okay with unless we actually communicate that with them because boundaries are personal and we have our own personal boundaries of what's okay and not okay with us in any area in physicality and our stuff our material things and our emotions like it's all so personal so we've it's actually up to us to know what our what is okay for us and what's not okay with us and then to actually communicate knowing that our partner or our colleague or our friends or our parents they don't know that until we communicate and it's actually a gift it's about taking care of the relationship and we do it when we care about ourselves and the other person and I know that that is virtually the opposite of what people think we have this fear that when we communicate clearly what's okay and what's not okay with us, then we're going to upset the other person, that we're going to piss them off, that we that it's like a selfish thing, that we're going to damage the relationship. Well, it's it can it, it can be upsetting at times to hear these things. But one a couple of things that I've realized is that over time, when you start more and more communicating what's okay and what's not okay, and you do it in a way where you are actually just you're committed to a great outcome and you're not yeah. just sort of dumping stuff, then you also do start to train people in your life and in your world that that's actually who you are and that you do have standards and that you will be communicating up front. And so then I've found that is uh, people start to then kind of expect that from you. Whereas when you first of all start, if you haven't communicated your stuff, if you've been kind of person that's let everyone get away with all sorts of things, or there's a certain kind of a relationship where there's just been no boundaries in it, when you first start communicating, yeah, that's often when there is like a bit more of a flare up or an upset. And I guess Mm. what I've learned with that is that that's actually okay because we have agreements and relationships of how things are and how we basically do this relationship. So when we first of all start to communicate in a new way, then it kind of breaks the unconscious agreement, it breaks that agreement, right? And so yep. then, of course, the person's going to have like a, sometimes a little bit of a toddler tantrum or a hissy fit, or they're going to get a little <laughs> yeah, pussy reaction in general, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, one thing that's kind of helped me with that is actually just to understand that that's actually to be expected. And so when I've almost got the expectation that in some kind of relationship, if it's new for me to start putting down a boundary that they might have an upset around it, then it sort of takes the sting out of it because I'm thinking more, right? And it doesn't make it 100% easy, but I'm thinking more. If that's going to happen, that's just a part of like the rebalancing of this relationship. Yeah. And, and I guess also, I mean, I don't know if you agree with that, but you could also be responsible for that and say, well, I know that I haven't communicated this to you before and I yes. should have. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that, but this is how I actually felt about it. So I think that also makes a difference to people when you're not just glossing over it and saying, well, this is, you haven't done anything wrong. You just didn't know because I didn't tell you, but now I am. So can we please, you know, change this relationship? Do you think that helped? Oh, it makes a huge difference. I love that. And it's just being aware of where the other person's at. So if Mm -hmm. they, uh, you know, if this is going to come out of left field, 
because these haven't been communicated before. It's just understanding that and then communicating that thing as well. Yeah. Oh, there's so much in what you're saying. So I think the first thing that I picked up on it is that you actually first have to know what your boundaries are. So I think a lot of people don't know that. So that seems to be the first thing to do is to actually get clear yourself. It's like, what am I actually okay with and what am I not? So I think a lot of people walk around without actually knowing that. So that seems to be the first thing, right? Yeah. And then to actually communicate. And what I really love that you said is that it's to relate to this as a gift and to saying, well, this is actually because I care so much about the relationship. This is why I'm communicating it. It's not because I'm trying to be awful or because actually this is what I've been feeling the whole time and I get resentful about it and at one point the relationship might break down. So I think that is such a different way of relating to boundaries than, than what mm-hmm. people do. And I actually think that was really beautifully put. And how do you do it in your life? Because you have, you know, multiple businesses, you have family, you have teenage children, you have a husband. So how does that play out in your life? You set these kind of boundaries because I think you're really big on it, right? I think you do it on a daily basis. What I have noticed is just kind of personally, I've noticed that over time as I'm growing, and I'm taking on new things, the needs for new boundaries are constantly changing and evolving. So what was perhaps working for me a year ago certainly doesn't work for me now. And I think that's sort of something I've learned, which I wasn't sort of like, it came as a surprise. I wasn't really expecting that. And so I've really learned lately some key areas that are now not okay for me. And I guess that probably the biggest thing that makes a difference, especially if we're, we're growing quite fast and we're moving quite fast, is comes down to that number one thing of actually knowing yourself. and for me, I pay attention to when my body just feels off. So right. yes, a lot of it can be, you know, knowing what your boundaries are in advance and communicating them. But sometimes this where it might be in a conversation or we might be in kind of an experience where just all of a sudden the bo- my, like my body feels just off and I'm getting some red flags coming through. And yeah. well, I've just learned to really, really, really pay attention to that and then and know that those are moments to communicate. And sometimes it might just be a matter of pausing and stepping back and paying attention and just thinking what feels off around this like what has been stepped over where do I need to put a boundary in place or what do I need to communicate or what standard is we put yeah so it's just really I've learned as listening to where my body is indicating to me that some boundary has been stepped over and like I said it might be something that's new that's just arisen because we are at now it's what was okay with me like a year ago now is not okay with me so it's just paying attention and knowing that boundaries do evolve as we grow yeah and as our lives Mm. change as well. And do you deal with it then in the moment when you feel something like that or you go like just later on going like that felt off and I'm not sure what they feel like or do you go into conversation, well, something's feeling really off and I don't know what it is or does it depend on who you're talking to? This, I think there's always that it depends, but most like the majority of conversations I'll have in the moment, even when my voice is shaking a little bit. And I'm just thinking of a situation recently where my alarms were going off and I just thought, I just, I have to say something right now. Because I guess, guess the thing is that, and this is just a personal thing, this is my kind of personality, I don't want to have things in my life where I've constantly got open loops sort of growing because I'm not addressing things in the moment. And for yeah. me, if I thought to myself, oh, something's feeling off and I'll come back and address that later, it would actually just be creating an open loop. And right, while there yeah. might be some circumstances that I want to do that because I just really don't know what's going on and I need to step back. If that was the case, yep, I would give myself the space. But on the whole, I do want to address things in the moment because efficiency, care for myself, closing loops, yeah, yeah, this forward. Is yeah, it's really important. And I guess I also am okay with addressing things when my voice is shaking. Yeah. So it sounds like you just have a lot of courage around it. And I think what I'm hearing as well is that you're not necessarily knowing necessarily what it is in the moment, but you're saying something feels off and then maybe even work with that other person about what it might be or just to 
have a at least just bring it up and say, well, this is just something feels not right here. And then you, did you get to the bottom of it in in that last conversation you just mentioned in, in the conversation, or were you just looking for? I'm not sure what what it is. Oh no, that one was quite obvious. That was quite obvious, right. and it was more like a red flag crossroads moment. That could you know this sort of happened okay. in my system like in 20 seconds. My system's going. If you don't deal with this now, this is creating a very messy yeah, relationship going forward. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we all know when our body doesn't feel right, yeah. and you feel it rising in your body. So I guess to to really listen to that, and I really love that you say that boundaries change all the time, and relationships change all the time, and you change and I change. Do you also review your boundaries, or is it just listening to your gut feeling as you go, or, or do you? Have have a particular process around it sometimes and go hmm I need to check everything always stems for me from listening to my body listening to my body and sometimes from listening to my body it requires me to actually stop and pause and pump the brakes for a bit and go actually there's like a whole bigger picture of some things that I've really grown past and I actually need to check what those are and I've got a few Mm. things to change all at once so that happened really recently just in terms of my availability and made some big significant changes from that which is really cool because it it only stemmed from listening to my body that's really great and Mm. so what is it what kind of things do you do because do you have some examples for people because obviously conceptual I think you know I'm getting what what it is that you do and, and that's amazing but are there do you have some examples of what that looks like in your life like what the boundaries provide for you but also what kind of boundaries do you have in place for example cool Okay, so I'll look at like access, availability, communication, because this was a big thing that this year was, you know, I started to realize that there was an issue there. So I was feeling exhausted, pulled at, like quite pulled at and just available. And there was, it was a really icky feeling and it would be really easy to misinterpret that. So I paused and slowed down and thought like, what is actually going on? Why am I feeling so icky? And then when I looked at things and I realized that I was in and out of a lot of conversations every day and there was no distinction between my personal life and my business life. I just want to give you a quick message before we get back to this episode. You can get full access to free training in which I will give you three simple communication techniques that can change everything in your relationship. All you have to do is visit don'truinyourrelationship.com. People pay money to get trained by me and you can get access to this training for free. So do yourself a favor and make sure you watch this free training now at don'truinyourrelationship.com. Right, because also you work from home, I guess. Yeah, so I work from home and I've got three different businesses and clients. And so what I realized through that is I hadn't distinguished, here's the communication channel for this. Here's the communication channel for this. And this kind of thing, here's the communication Mm. channel for this. So what it meant is that the place in which I I didn't have a separate place for personal communications, like with my husband and with my kids, that was separate for work communication. So the impact of that, and this was just purely a boundary with the systems that we used and then having to then communicate that to people. What happened is that I would open up my app on the weekends and I would be exposed to all sorts of work-related conversations when I wasn't wanting to be in a work-related space. And so that was like a great thing that came out of that. And so we just had a full system change and then having to communicate with people. Okay, so this is now how we're going to do it. This is where we're going to communicate for this. But then, and I think this is really important to know for boundaries, if you're you know putting in a new boundary for the first time, is that if people are trained in the old way, then it's going to take some reinforcement 
to train them in the new way. So obviously, you know, so then to think of in your mind that there is a transition period. And so I thought, cool, there's probably going to be a couple of weeks of transitions while people are kept just accidentally, you know, communicating in the old channel. And the transition period was every time it's like, I would respond by not responding to them there, but redirecting to the the new channel and saying, "Message me over there, and I'd love to get back to you." So actually, yeah, even right. just so saying that friendly way, so you're not, you know, just saying, "I'm happy to talk to you, but this is where I want you to do it." Yeah, and I think I found that's really, really important. Is that we actually have to lead with something that's really open, like whether it's open-hearted or just reminding people that yeah, you really do want to speak to them. So it would be along the lines of, "Oh, thanks so much for messaging me. I'd so love to get back to you on that. Flick me a message over at blah blah blah." And on Monday, when I'm in work mode, I'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then people get used to it. And I think it's also really great about what you're sharing. So you train people in life. So also when you get treated badly, for example, it's not work-related or well, work-related or with your family or your friends. Like it's also because that's the standard that you are setting for others that it's okay. So people know, because I work with you and I know not to message you on WhatsApp because I know that that's your family channel and I'm not family. Yeah. So I text you on Instagram because I want to be respectful of that, right? Or I text yeah. you uh, for via the other things that we do with work but it is because people know that so I think that's the other thing for people to be responsible for that if you have all these horrible things happening to you and all the conflict that's happening like what kind of part are you playing in that by allowing yes. that to yes. occur I mean yes. I don't know about you but if my husband speaks horribly to me I'm not, like this just doesn't happen because he knows I'm not going to respond well to that yeah it's so true I think a lot of what I see is a lot of people don't get responsible for what they actually need and then don't like clearly communicate that so people really understand it. But then what they're doing is that they're sitting there brewing and getting pissed mm. off and resentful. And I think, you know, if we look at it from that perspective, being ongoingly resentful within any kind of relationship, that's actually not being generous to the relationship. That's not creating an awesome relationship space. So that's why having great boundaries is an act of generosity in relationships. Yeah, that's and right. I always think I would hate to be in a relationship with someone on any respect, and in the background they're pissed off with me and not mm. communicating that. Like I just think I would hate that. I'd hate to know that if I'm doing stuff that I think's okay, but I don't know. So I'd always prefer to be told. No, same with me. Um, and I think even for me, if I have a feeling something is off, I normally ask for it. I'm like, "Are you okay? Is there anything you need to tell me?" Because it is not nice when you don't know and you you have no idea what you're doing, and then at one point you get it on your plate anyway, but just in a much more horrible way. Uh, normally and that's a lot more mess to clean up so definitely always I'm always for clear communication might be my Dutchness as well I'm not sure (laughs) so any tips for people who haven't done this before so obviously you do this all the time so you're getting quite used to do you find it difficult or does it come very naturally now it depends it totally depends uh, with a lot of things supernatural and it will just be sort of the thing that more falls out of my mouth but Mm. there are times when I get shaken by or I'm confronted buy something and then I'm having to speak anyway and you know I just think of that situation I had recently my voice was absolutely shaking and I felt shaken on the inside as I was communicating and it felt like and it was also really obvious the level of shaken that I was as I was communicating but I did kind of think like who cares like it doesn't actually matter that it comes out perfect and then I look like I'm perfect in the process what actually matters for me and this is a conversation that I've had with myself at some point in my life what matters is that I am upfront and willing mm. to give it a go and have a courageous conversation in the moment and I can kind of deal with the impact of the fallout of my system later which I had to I had to soothe myself for like two hours afterwards because I was still yeah. like just a bit shaken I had to kind of like almost like pat my spirit down oh. a little bit and go it's okay darling you did it I'm really <laughs> Proud you did well. 
Yeah, but I think it's really important for people to hear, though, because I think sometimes, particularly, you know, you're a powerful woman and, you know, you look like you have it together, which you do. But I'm sure that I think it's good for people to know that everyone has moments, no matter how often you've done it, that there will be a moment that you're going to find it super scary and you do it anyway. And I think that's the only way to go about it. And even if it, I always say to people, and I don't know if you agree with that, but if it comes out wrong, you can always clean that up and say, oh, that this came out terribly. I didn't mean it to sound like that, but I feel really nervous and I'm just blabbing it out or whatever it might be you can have that conversation as well because I think a lot of people just don't do it at all because they're so afraid of not getting it right or what response they might get yeah I reckon we've super got to move kind of our ego to the side when we're having open courageous conversations because when we get that in the space then we can get pretty I think sidetracked from the goal we've got a I would say quite a great culture within our team fostered. I, uh, maybe about five or six months ago, I remember I made a call that was totally the wrong call. I did it publicly with my team, didn't realize it was until a few hours later. And I was so thankful. One of my more senior team members contacted me and just said, Kate, can we have a talk, please? And I was like, yep, absolutely. Got on Zoom. And she just said, look, I think you made the wrong call. And Mm. here's why. And just gave me a totally different perspective that I hadn't seen. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. And I just had not seen that perspective and holy crap let me just get off and go and have a big mouthful of humble pie and and I've got some apologizing to do like I've got some relationship restoration to do and it was really awesome one to that she had and this is about creating culture that Mm. you know when we create a culture that it's actually not only okay to have courageous honest conversations but it's actually really welcome and that we're thankful and appreciative of open conversations versus you have to hide what you say and then be careful around the boss then everyone wins because I wouldn't have got that that unique perspective if she hadn't have had the courage to come to me but also I'm going to almost give myself a little bit of acknowledgement I don't think she would have come to me if we hadn't have created a culture in our work environment. No, absolutely. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. You're obviously available when people know, but I think it's practicing what you preach. So you're saying people should do this and you tell your clients and you're doing it yourself, but you're also willing to take it, if that makes sense. I think that's so then it's authentic and your team obviously knows that they can do that with you. So that's really awesome. So is the big tip to just go and do it or would you recommend something else? So if someone goes, I've never done this, I don't know how to do it, Ooh, I'm really yeah. scared. What would you say? Yeah, I'd say start the thing that I'm going to say to start with is going to sound so one on one, one oh one that you're going to think, oh, it's so boring, Kate, and so simple. I'm not going to get any value out of it, but we're going to say it anyway. <laughs> get yourself a book. I know it sounds so primer one, but get yourself a book and start getting to know your needs. And that's actually where I did start on a really practical way. Is I used to carry a book with me, and I would just be dialed in intentionally and start paying attention to where I got icky feelings because I think when we haven't actually communicated our boundaries when we haven't been aware of what our needs are and what's okay and what's not okay there's actually quite a process of starting to pay attention to what we actually think for ourselves and what's okay rather than just stepping over it because we can be so masterful at just stepping over it and keeping the peace and avoiding confrontation that the first Mm. step is actually starting to dial into our needs and for me just practically speaking the book made a huge difference so I would write on a daily basis things like just what my needs are like what I believe what I need in terms of the different areas of my life then I'd also carry that book with me and if I started to notice red flags or just like aka that icky feeling where I was either feeling angry 
So anger is a great indication of, yep, Mm. your boundary was crossed. And so I'd be really angry or upset. And so instead of just being angry and upset, make myself go to my book and go, I'm really angry and pissed off. What happened that Mm. was stepped over that actually would give me an indication that that's actually a boundary for you, honey. Like that's actually something that's not okay for you. So I'd really have to do some baseline work to start to hear that stuff. And I think that if we do want to become, get really great with that within ourselves, we've got to be willing to show up for ourselves also and do that kind of work. Yeah. And then you can start communicating it and be courageous. That's great. Thanks so much, Kate. Sorry. Well, can I just chuck one more thing in there? Yeah, I was go. Gonna say, if you are also just starting with perhaps communicating boundaries, go for small things. Like really start to build a bit of muscle with some small things in your life, even if mm. it's starting to request people to do things for you. So this is, I used to play a lot of games where you, like I would have a something that I wanted to strengthen within myself and then I'd play a game for a couple of weeks. And one thing I used to do for quite a long time was I'd play the game of asking people to do things for me in moments that it didn't matter. So right. there would be completely insignificant, as simple as, oh, hey, could you please pass me that book over there? That's actually where I had to start because I just had no request muscle and no right, communication muscle. Right, you never used to ask for any help. No, nah, God, no. And so I had to start really small. And the moments that it didn't matter, so you have some muscle for the moments that it does. And, you know, so I'd be at a hotel <laughs> ringing up concierge, asking them to bring up milk or something, just so that I could practice the muscle of requesting. And I'd That's sit awesome. there and feel icky. <laughs> That is great. Well, that's great. If anyone's interested, you have a podcast and you do talk a lot about these things. So where can people find that or where do you go? Because there's lots of these kind of conversations on that podcast because I listen to it. She Leads a New Future is our podcast and we it's all about women really growing the backbone within them and that capacity and the muscle within them to live the kind of life that they want to live. So She Leads a New Future. Awesome. Listen to it. It's great. I listen to it very often. And at one point you just get Kate in your mind when you're trying to do something. So that works really well. It's just like, come on, just do it. Amen. Thanks so much for your time, Kate. I know you're a busy woman and I really appreciate you coming on here today. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. 